Uh, if you guys, if this is your first time to Revolution, what we do each month, the third Wednesday of every single month, uh, we gather here in this room, those, those that can make it. And uh, usually I speak, but I thought this was a great opportunity, a great time of year, uh, just as the fall, we have already engaged in the fall, and a lot of us could use a night of just belly laughing. I mean, how long's it, how long's it been since you just belly laughed? Has it been a while? Yeah? I mean, how many of you belly laughed today at the office? Like your, your boss came in and said, do something, and you laughed at his face. Anybody? Well, I, will, I do have to tell a story. I'm not a comedian. Yeah, the guy that works for me just says he laughed at my face. So tonight, um, I've got three little girls. And so uh, I have Ella with me, and I'm holding Ella. And uh, she crawls up in my lap, and she says, she, you know, she's very angelic, three-year-old, just an angelic face, countenance, demeanor, wonderful child uh, that I have to beat sometimes. And so she said, Daddy... Daddy, tell me a story. And I was like, what, Ella? She says, tell me about when I was a baby like Tatum, because we have a little baby now, Tatum Joy. She's about seven months. And so I'm telling Ella the story about how when I'd come home from work, I'd pick her up out of the crib, and I'd hold her, and I'd just rock her, and I'd just love to hold her all the time. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I, I said, I would just do this. And she looks up at me, and I said, I would look down at, I would look down at you as a baby, and, and you would look up at me. And you would just smile, and she looks up at me, and she smiles, and she says, Daddy, I'm tooting on you. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, wow. I know that you weren't expecting a bodily function, uh, but I was like, wow, that is uh, my three-year-old may grow up to be a com- comedian. I mean, she looked at me with a smile on her face, and she lets me know that she's currently tooting on me. So that's my child, and my wife looks at me and says, that's your fault. <laughs> that's your child. So anyway, well, I'm excited tonight to have Paul Aldrich come and uh, just be with us tonight, communicate, make us laugh, so that we just have a great time tonight as a singles community gathering together in this tent. Paul, he does comedy worldwide. He is world-renowned. He is extremely talented, and uh, I know you guys are just going to enjoy the dog out of Paul. So, without further ado, it's my privilege to welcome tonight Paul Aldrich. Paul, come on up. It's good to be with you here. Are you ready to have a good time tonight? Me too. I love performing for uh, singles, groups, and organizations, and so tonight I'll go right out of the gate by dedicating a song to you. Well, I tried to date a Baptist girl. She had great big Baptist hair. Yes, I tried to date a Baptist girl. She had great big Baptist hair. The higher the hair, the closer to God. But she looked down her nose at me. Said, son, you haven't got a prayer. So I tried to date a Catholic girl. 
I heard the Catholic girls were fun, yeah. Try to date a Catholic girl. I heard that Catholic girls were fine. But after going out with me, my Catholic girl became a nun. So I tried to date a charismatic girl. But she was just a little bit uptight. Yes, I tried to date a holy charismatic girl, but she was just a little bit uptight. She said to me, There'd be absolutely no laying on of hands or kissing in other tongues tonight. That's right. I must confess, I uh, started getting just a little bit desperate. So I tried to date a Jehovah's Witness girl. That was a big mistake for sure. Tried to date a Jehovah's Witness girl. That was a big mistake for sure. Because if you know I changed my mind, she just keeps knocking on my door. Oh, now help me out. Put your hands together. Everybody, put your hands together. Let's get those. Come on. Knock, knock it. Knock, knock it. Yeah, yeah. Knock, knock it. Yeah, yeah. Knock, knock it. All right, now I need you beautiful singer folks to help me out here a little bit tonight, all right? I need you to repeat what I sing, okay? Repeat after me. Here we go. Knock, knock it. Knock, knock it. Knock, knock it. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. But we're we're getting warmed up here now. I need you to I need you to keep singing now. I need a little more noise out there. Let me hear. You. Come on. Knock, knock it. Knock, knock it. Even though I changed my mind I said Even though I changed my mind I said Even though I changed my mind She just keeps Knock, 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 knocking Knocking at my door. 
There's a man who now needs reading glasses. He's losing hair with every day that passes. And with every move he makes, another muscle aches. Odds are he'll throw out his back tomorrow. Middle aging man, middle aging man. They've taken away your sports car and given you a minivan. Can't act cool when hair grows in your ears now. And your waist keeps sagging lower every year now. Oh, be careful, don't disclose that your wife picks out your clothes. Odds are she'll make you hold her purse tomorrow. Middle aging man, middle They've taken away your sports car and given you a minivan. Now you can't. Now you've got a secret plan for his retirement. One day he'll finish off his last assignment. Then he'll trade that minivan for a Harley Davidson. Right until his hemorrhoids cause him sorrow. Middle aging man, middle aging man. You used to take trips to Rio. Now you spend your weekends at Home Depot. You have to wear art supports now. You sit around in your boxer shorts now. Cause they've taken away your sports car and given you. A minivan Middle-aging man All right, middle-aging man, let's be honest, that's where I am, that's where I am. I I, I turned 50 this year, I'm right in the middle, I'm, I'm somewhere between listening to the Stones for the first time and passing stones for the first time. That's where I am, right here in the middle. And, and it, you know, at middle age, you know, you still want to be cool, but some things are, are more difficult. I, I, I was looking in my, the mirror the other day. I've noticed my hairline. My hairline has now taken on the shape of a major fast food logo. Can you see this out there? Yes, I have the golden arches growing on my head. You can't act cool when that's going on, right? It's just tough. In middle age, it's hard to be cool. But in, in our hearts, guys, right, right, we, we, you know, if you're middle age, you, you want to still be cool. I mean, in our hearts, we still want to be James Bond cool. But there's nothing cooler than James Bond. I mean, he just walks into a room, cool music starts playing, right? right? I mean, when I walk into a room now, it sounds something more like... Uh... Not cool. Oh, cool. And James Bond, he, he's so cool, he always knows when trouble is coming, right? right. Wish I had that in my life. And I was like, yeah, honey, uh, does this make me look fat? <laughs> I 
On the contrary, my dear, it makes you look irresistible. Now, I, I, I don't have cool music playing everywhere I go, but I got the next best thing. I've got a cell phone that plays all, all kinds of cool themes when different people call me, right? Right? Like if it's a stranger calling, it plays. If it's my therapist calling, it plays feelings, nothing more than feelings. If it's my pastor calling, it plays hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And then I let it go to voicemail. Uh, or if it's my mother-in-law calling, you know. My parents tell me that, that early on in my life they had uh, they had an inklings of my my, my future in, in in music and, and comedy and such. Uh, uh, they tell me that one time as a as a kid I was sitting in my high chair while my mom she was teaching me this nursery rhyme, uh, while at the same time she was playing this this Louis Armstrong record in the background. When suddenly I I sat up and started singing. Uh, twinkle twinkle, little star, how I wonder who you are. Yes, I think to myself, what a wonder you are. I know that's what tell me it's true. I don't know, you know. But uh, you know, through the years, I've gone through a lot of different, uh, a lot of different musical phases. Uh, there's a while I went through sort of a, well, sort of a Tom Petty phase. I know three cures, so I'm gonna play them. I know three cures, so what do I care? If I sing through my nose like Bob Dylan, cause with three cures, I'm a millionaire. Now I'm three, not four, but three, chord wine. a bit of a Rolling Stones face. phase out there yeah all right uh, <laughs> then oddly enough there's a while where i actually went through a bit of an an adam sandler phase some people think i'm goofy kind of ugly guess it's true just look at my movies not too deep yes i've made millions of dollars Acting like a fool. Like a fool. 
But you paid millions to watch me. What's that say about you? Now, I think it would be cool, though, uh, if Rockstars did put together a, a children's music album. You know, maybe we could hear some nursery rhymes about people like the boss, Mr. Bruce Springsteen. Old MacDonald, he had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm, he had a cow, E-I-E-I-O. But the cow ran off, and the well went dry. Then a greedy corporation stole his farm away, and exploited the workers, and poisoned the air. Then ripped off the Vietnam vets, born and raised in America. A moo, there a moo, everywhere a moo, moo, I'm sounding the alarm with a bad, bad there. Oh, McDonald had a farm with a here. Oh, McDonald had a farm with an Affleck there. Oh, McDonald bought the I was, I was single for a, for a long, long time. I was single into my 40s before I, I finally got married for the first time. So I understand a little bit of, of, of the shoes you guys walk in every day. Because it's just, I mean, dating, I had to get married. I had to get married because I, I couldn't stand the dating scene anymore. It, I, it was so retarded. Uh, do you find it? Do you find it? It's just, is it just a little bit strange out there in this day and age? I, I mean, the roles for men and women are so confused. I had to get married. I, I was never sure, you know, when I go, I never knew how to act anymore. So, you know, you know, should I open the door or, or should I let her open the door? Should we wait for a neutral third party here, right? You don't want to make that killer faux pas before you even get through to dinner, right? Then you, you go out to dinner and then, you know, you know, should I pick up the check or let her pay for her own Whopper? You know, I don't know why I was single for so long. I don't, right? No, but it's confusing in this day and age. I mean, what's proper these days? I mean, should women stay home and raise their children, or should men raise themselves? Easy, ladies. (laughs) No, because women today, women today, they expect way, way too much from men. They want a man that has it all, right? Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? They want a man that has it all. They want a man with, with a heart of gold. A card of platinum, <laughs> buns of steel. Unfortunately, I had feet of clay, hair of gray, and abs of buffet. You know, <laughs> love me as I am, honey. <laughs> no, they wanted Prince Charming. It's like I, I was more like the prince formerly known as Charming. You know, <laughs> right? They wanted a knight in shining armor. What was wrong with a knight with a shiny forehead? You know, <laughs> and a round table. All right, there you go. All right. No, but I just found, I found dating, it really was, it was, a, it was a challenge just, you know, trying to date and being, you know, Christian and dating. It, it, it just was so, so weird. I finally, finally met my wife and, and uh, my wife, my wife-to-be, obviously. And, uh, and, and we, uh, we actually uh, went through quite an adventure in, in, our, in our dating lives. Uh, we, we actually dated off and on 
for over seven years. You, know, you can, it's okay. Yeah, you can, oh my God. Lord bless him. Let's just join hands and lean. Yes, yes. And I, I don't necessarily recommend that as, as, it was just, and we were actually, it was actually more often on something like we dated solidly for seven years. It was, it was off and on and just different things. Cause at, at our age, there were just issues that we had to work through. Have you ever had issues to work through? Uh, with someone you were trying to date. It's not pretty, is it? No. Um, but there were just issues we had to work through. Her, her main issue was, hey, I don't want to marry you. Um, yeah. So obviously uh, she was in denial. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, whereas my main issue was, uh, you know, uh, I don't think we can both live off of what you're making. May have had something to do with her main issue. Now that I think about it, here. No, but it is. It's just you know, like uh, sometimes you ever you're, you're you're dating and you you go out with somebody and, and you know it, it it seems so great. Have you ever just been in that like that goofy goofy kind of love? You know what I'm talking about? What are you just like? <laughs> right, you're like in the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and then though, in a moment, something happens. And you go from ecstasy to agony. Just, right, guys, you know what I'm talking about. Like, like, like your date comes dressed to kill. Then she tries to kill you. Right? Or ladies, ladies, you find a man that's a laugh a minute. Then you discover that two minutes is plenty. It's <laughs> like... <laughs> Or guys, you hear a woman laugh hysterically at your jokes. Then you hear her laugh hysterically for no particular reason. <laughs> or ladies, you find a man who loves the outdoors. Then you discover he actually lives there. <laughs> oh, no, really nice shopping cart. All right, good. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> or guys, you find a woman who works out every day. Then you discover she can beat you up. <laughs> or ladies, ladies, finally finding a man who enjoys shopping. Then the agony. <laughs> Watching him try on the same dress as you. It's like, oh. And it fits him better. It's like, ah, oh, yeah. Uh, it's just hard. Relationships are hard. It's, it's difficult even, even being, being married. You know, things are not easy. Well, and, and dating, you, you, to, in preparation for marriage, it's very hard. My, my wife and I, we, we, you know, we wanted to do things God's way the entire time we dated. So we, we faithfully practice absence the entire time we dated. It's always best to do things God's way. Trust me, it's always, always the best thing. Uh, unfortunately, about a week after being married to me, my wife went back to abstinence. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Don't send me any emails, just kidding, just kidding. It was, it was two weeks. And then she went. <laughs> no, but actually now we are, we are actually trying to, trying to start a family, which, to be honest, being middle-aged you know, scares me to death. I mean, I mean, if we don't have kids soon, we may end up having to buy both Pampers and Depends. Yes, as the saying goes, I could be changing diapers while wearing diapers. This is not what I envisioned for my life. Kind of an Abraham-Sarah thing there. Not pretty. No. No. 
No, this is not the vision I had. You know, I, 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 could, I could end up having teenagers in the house long after I've retired. You know, it's like, hey, here, Dad, catch. <laughs> Let's put Dad in his chair and wheel him home. All right, there we go. Yep. I know, it's just, just different things you have to deal with. Now, I found, now, I thought before I was, I, I was married, I thought I knew a lot about women, and, and it turns out I was wrong. Now, some of you guys, some of you guys, you really need to be taking notes here. I, I found out right away that apparently women have a completely different, different sense of temperature than men. Did you, did you guys know this? Right. Right, like I go to bed at night, I throw on a sheet, I'm toasty as can be, but not my wife. Oh, no, 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 no. No, for her, it's sheet and blanket, electric blanket, turned up to 15. <laughs> Hot water bottle, warm air mister, molten lava flow, right? Right, she does all this, and then she turns to me and says, Honey, I'm cold. Hold me. (laughs) Yeah, my wife is hot. Not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> now, and of course, before I got married, I already knew that, that, that women uh, tend to like different types of movies than men, right? Everybody, everybody knows this, right? It's hard to you try to find that, that, that middle ground. I mean, women, they, they like movies with titles like, like a, you know, Sleepless, Fried Green, Yeah, Yeah, Steel Tomatoes from Seattle. <laughs> right, guys, whereas we, we like movies with titles like Revenge of the giant supergalactic mutant destructo thing from hell with a vengeance <laughs> to <laughs> you know feel good movies right that's what we like you know you know and I thought I thought marriage would be much more like an adventure flick but I, I found out that uh, that marriage just like a, is actually much more like a chick flick because in marriage just like a good chick flick it's all about communication now I. I like to talk, but my wife loves to talk. Now, I like to talk, but my wife loves to talk. Yes, guys, don't forget, it's all about communication. <laughs> well, have, have, uh, have we got anybody here in love tonight? A- anybody in love? All right, all right, we got, all right, all right. Uh, any of you ever been in love? Ever heard of the word? <laughs> ever faked it? All right, come on. Throw a dog a bone here. 
That's the poorest show of hands I've ever seen to that question right there. <laughs> well, it is. There are just things that are, that are strange. Now, growing up in, in, in church and being, being single for a lot of times in church, it, it was always just interesting. Uh, just, you know, walking, to, going to church alone. Oh, who am I going to sit with? I hope, I, you know, it, it's a hard thing. I, I remember, you know, being, being in church and uh, you, ever, you, ever, you ever be in church and you'll be, you'll be singing along and then your, your mind starts drifting off. You know, I mean, your mouth is still going. You know, but you're just like, hallelujah, must do laundry. <laughs> hallelujah, gee, I'm hungry. <laughs> hallelujah, who's that girl in the red dress? Is she single? Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was always very spiritual uh, in church. Um, no, but it's good. I, I, was, I was glad to finally find a, finally a woman that, that went to church. That, that's really, really, really important to be on the same page about, uh, about spiritual matters. And, but uh, tonight I'd like to kind of shift gears and do a little love song for you here. Uh, there's a lot of love songs have been written through the years. But I, I was thinking the other day, you know, there's never really been a love song written for dyslexics until now what a wonderful name Kathy Y-H-T-A-K and as I spoke her name one last time Kathy died and went to heaven but then without warning, she became gravely ill. We were so happy then. We had a boy, then a girl. Soon, we were expecting our first. Finally, we bought a home, then moved into our first apartment. So off we went on our honeymoon. Soon she was dressed in white, walking down the aisle. The next day, I asked her to marry me. <laughs> Y-H-T-A-K And as we danced the night away, I said, Would you care to dance? Oh, hello. My name is Paul. Then she asked me, What's yours? My name is Kathy with the Y and a K. It was love at first sight. Then suddenly I saw her. All my life I felt so alone. It's not dyslexic being easy. Y-H-T-A-K I once knew a woman who combined country line dancing with therapy. She's in a 12-step T 
two-step program. First, you choose a partner who reminds you of your mom or dad. Then you form a support group circle and y'all join hands. Men lead your victim partner where you want to go. But ladies, don't you follow them, just do side dough. Do the 12-step, two-step, slightly codependent boogie. This time, ladies first. Blow a kiss to your honey, then stomp his self-esteem. That's right. Gents, bow to your darlings and let out a primal scream. They drop step kick their inner child arm and arm promenade your denial to the 12 step, two step, side the codependent boogie. Well, there's two steps forward and 12 steps back. Redneck recovery is where it's at. So give your therapist a whirl and say, Yahoo! Dance like a rehabilitated concrete boogie. Fingers leave the hand. Steps back, redneck recovery is where it's at. Get there, the world, and say, Yahoo, dance 
like rehabilitated country folk. Two steps forward, twelve steps back. Redneck recovery's where it's at. So grab your boots, your hat, head on that cool dance like a rehabilitated country food. Two, two steps, twelve steps, time to go to Pendant Boogie. Being being middle aged is is, is is it's a journey, and whether you're whether you're single or married, you know, uh, all seasons and all times, you know, we have different things we have to deal deal with, and uh, and, and this season, I, like, there's just things I'm going through I've never done. Like I bought recently, I bought life insurance for the first time. I mean, life. There's no joy in buying life insurance. You, you know, I mean, to me, life insurance. This is like it's like a bad poker game. You know, now think about this, right? Right. The insurance company is betting I'll live. But genius that I am, I'm betting I'll die. (laughs) Now, if I lose and live, the insurance company gets all the money. But if I win and die, my wife gets all the money. Genius. (laughs) Sign me up for some more of that. Yahoo. The other day, somebody asked me. Somebody asked me about my, my retirement plan. Retirement plan? I'm a comedian. We don't have retirement plans, right? We're the old guys you see in rest homes, still desperately trying to make people laugh. You know, like pulling out our false teeth. You know, oh, I'm wearing a bedpan on my head. My robe opens in the back. That's what happens to comedians, right? Now, I, I don't want to end up like that, so I, I recently went to a to a financial planner, right? See what I could do, and and so what with this financial planner, and he said, well, well, the first thing you need to do if if you uh, if if you want to you know retire comfortably, the first thing you need to do is you you got to get that that first million dollars together and put that aside. <laughs> Which brings me to why I'm here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> No, but actually, I went home and I, and I thought about some of the things that, that he said, and I thought, well, I, you know, I don't have a million dollars, but I can, I, I, I need to do something, and, and all of us should be thinking about our, our, our futures, both on this planet and, and even, even beyond. You know, sometimes we get so focused on, on the stuff that's right in front of us that, that we don't step back and, and see the big picture of, of our lives and our futures. And so uh, I, I went home and I thought, you know, I, I need to do something about my, my, my financial plan, and so I. So I, I, I put a little plan together. I thought, you know, if, if I if I'm consistent, if I if I really stay committed to this, uh, I, I think this could work, and uh, and maybe my plan would work for some of you too. my senses you break down my defenses I'm so broke now but I'm not quitting cause your jackpot's up to a billion that's almost a million after taxes I think 
So I'm standing here in line again to buy me one last quick pick. Won't you give me winning numbers this time, please? Don't you make another millionaire out of some illegal alien. This time bless a poor American like me. Super Lotto, we've been through so much together. But now more than ever, I need you so. Lotto fever, lotto fever, oh, it's taken my reason. But I'm still believing you won't let me down. Now I'm watching on my TV screen as your ping pong balls are dancing. And I'm five, five, just one more number, please. I'm betting everything on you, my house, my hopes, my heart be true. Love me, Super Lotto. Well, once again, you've betrayed me. But you've teased and you've played me for the last time we're through. I've been a fool, yes. But finally, I've learned my lesson. I'll just forget you, Super Lotto. Forget you, Super Lotto. I'll just forget you, Super Lotto. And go to Vegas instead. on roller skates two cups of sugar on my soggy cornflakes let's play frisbee with the dinner plates it seemed like a good idea can't say no to a double dog dare let's skip school see if anyone cares jumping off the roof in my underwear it seemed like a good idea Leisure suits made of polyester, bell bottoms, blow dried hair, and then there's disco music that'll live forever. It seemed like a good idea. Listening to the eight track stereo, cruising for chicks in my mommy's pinto. Let's see how fast this baby can go. It seemed like a good idea Cramming for finals all night long Girlfriend's name tattooed on my arm Just put it all on my credit card It seemed like a good idea At the time At the time Oh, time Time will tell 
if I've learned my lessons well. Now I got a stair stepper and a rowing machine, a thigh master and that Nordic thing. They sit in my living room and watch TV. It seemed like a good idea. The kids, the dog, the patient wife. Welcome to my so-called life. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Hope I did things right. It seemed like a good idea. At the time. Well, God, that's my life. How'd I do? Besides all those things, so how'd I do? Oh. So I guess it, uh, it still just comes down to your grace, huh? Yeah, that, that seems like a good idea. <laughs> I firmly believe that... Uh, that God walks with us through all seasons of life. And some of you have been through quite a few seasons. Let's just be honest here. Some of you, yeah, you've been single. Then you weren't single. When that happens, you go to a different group, different tent. <laughs> that doesn't work out. They send you back to this tent. <laughs> Some of you have been in quite a few tents, if you understand what I'm saying. Which eventually makes you want to go get in a cage, okay? But through it all, God is there. You know, he's not surprised by it all. <laughs> it breaks his heart many times. But, you know, there, there, there's joy in the journey whenever we turn to him. And a lot of you, you know, coming into this tent tonight, you know, I, I, I know I've, I've been there. I understand it's just like... Some of you, it's like, eh, you know, you're, you're, you've had a good day. Yeah, you're cruising in. It's no big deal. Others of you, it's like, if I go to one more singles event, <laughs> I will kill someone. <laughs> and everyone in, in between, you know. Different seasons of life. Different things that, that seem like good ideas. Didn't work out so good. Some things worked out. I mean, isn't that how we live our lives, right? Something seems like a good idea. That's what you do, right? Some ideas much better than others, right? Right? Some of you look back like at your, you know, your pictures as a teenager, you know, your clothes, your hairstyle, and you're thinking, maybe not such a good idea after all. No. And, you know, teenagers today, they're going to be doing the same thing. They're going to look back going, well, why did I buy 45 pieces of metal and jam them in my face? <laughs> then walk by that magnet. <coughs> Twice. Oh. Why did that seem like a good idea? Why did I buy pants so large that a family of 15 could live inside them? Then wear them down around my knees and pull my boxer shorts up to my armpits? Why did that seem like a good idea? I don't know. It just did. <laughs> we make choices in, in the seasons of our life, right? 
And we go through all kinds of different, different, different trends. Or you go through the holidays, like Valentine's Day. Is a single, is it like, I mean, I mean, not, not that getting a Valentine card from my mom year after year wasn't nice. But, but you know, getting a, getting a card from my, from my lovely, lovely bride is, is much, much better. My wife, she doesn't just give us any old Valentine card. No, no. No, she searches through all the card shops in the land to find the perfect card, the card of cards. And inside the card, a note written in that beautiful, flowing, chick-style penmanship, you know. To my darling, my life, my love. Da, 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 da. Uh, then I give her my card. The one I bought at 7-Eleven 15 minutes earlier. <laughs> kind of bent from the ride home in my back pocket. <laughs> Signed with two different colors of pen because one of them ran out, you know. Uh, uh, dear wife, uh, uh, please don't leave me. <laughs> no, really, please don't leave me. <laughs> No, but it, it, it's, it's great to have someone to go through, through the holidays with. Uh, you know, like the 4th of July is a great holiday to spend with, with someone you love, especially, uh, especially if you live in America. Uh, not, I found out, not, yeah, I, it's, it, like in Canada, it's a real drag. They don't shoot off fireworks or nothing. I don't know what's with those Canadians, but uh, they got to get with the program. Um, now, my wife and I, we, we do differ, though, over, over one holiday, and that's, uh, that is, uh, is Halloween. Now, I... I, I love Halloween, but my, my wife, it, it, it makes my wife a, a, a little bit nervous. But I, I, I just love it. I mean, whatever happened to Halloween? When I was a kid, this used to be the, the best holiday. I mean, we used to, every, every, every Halloween, we, we'd take our garage, and we'd turn it into a haunted house. We'd invite the whole neighborhood over. We'd all take turns trying to scare each other. It wasn't evil. It, it, it was fun. And now, man, in, in, in Christian circles, so, you, know, you, can't even, you can't even say the H word. Right? They, they don't say Halloween. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. We don't celebrate Halloween. We have we have harvest festivals. Harvest festivals? I, I live in L.A. Solid concrete as far as the eye can see. What harvest are we celebrating here? Uh, yes, Bob, we had a particularly good crop of asphalt this year. Come, let us celebrate. Right? And we don't let our kids go door to door anymore. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we take them to the Harvest Festival in some isolated location. Parents armed with bullhorns per- surrounding the perimeter. Right? Kids going through metal detectors. Beep. Hold it right there, Tin Man. Not so fast. Yeah. Right. And, and, and we, 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 we completely abandon. I mean, now, what, what, would, what would Jesus do with, with, with Halloween? You ever thought about this? Would, would he go to a harvest festival? You know, you know he might. You know, uh, you know would, would he just skip it all together? You know, could be. Or, or, or would he stay home? You know, handing out candy. You know, dressed up as you know, I don't know, Jesus. <laughs> it's like, dude, that is a good costume. All right, <laughs> the sandals, the robe, and that that halo. How do you do that thing? That is really, really good. You know. No, I think though, if 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 Jesus did stay home. You know, I, you know what, what would he what would he do? You know, I, I don't think if he, if he stayed home, I don't think he would be the guy like you know handing out you know evangelistic tracts to kids, you know, or or, or I, I know for a fact that Jesus would not be the guy handing out apples and oranges. Now that's of the devil. <laughs> Some kid wanting candy? No, 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 no. That's not of God, right? But but if Jesus did stay home, I think he would probably be the one handing out candy bars, and not those little like. One bite wannabe candy bars, you know. What I, mean? I mean those those giant super jumbo like Snickers, 
Milky Ways, Three Musketeers, the kind of when they hit the bottom of the bag go, Soon the word would spread. Kids would be lined up around the block just as received the priceless treasures from his hand. He would approach his porch humbly. Their empty bags open before him. Boom. <laughs> and all year long, kids would walk by Jesus' house going, There lives the giver of all good gifts. <laughs> Blessed be his name forever. Oh, yes. I believe Jesus is the Lord of of all seasons of our life. If we let him be. And some of you may be in a season that you're not particularly thrilled about. Some of you in the middle. Some of you may, maybe this is the best time of your life. But wherever you find yourself tonight, I want to tell you, you know, Jesus wants to be walking with you. He doesn't want to be a small area of your life. He wants to be your life. And that's when things actually begin to make sense, even though it's hard, even though it's difficult to let go, even though we want to cling to the little bit that we have sometimes. Jesus is always asking us to, to offer it to him because there's always a, there's an invitation that's constant, I believe, with God. I believe his voice is always inviting us. And tonight, my single friends, you know, I, I believe he's got an invitation for you. Can you hear his voice inviting you to to come near? Come now, let us reason together. Come now, says the Lord. Come now, let us reason together. Come now, let us break bread together. Come now, says the Lord. Come now, let us break bread together. Come now. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though the red is crimson, they shall be like wool. So come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, where He will teach us His ways. If we'll just meet with Him there. Oh, come now, let us kneel down together. Come now, says the Lord. Let us kneel down together. Come now. They shall be white as snow Though the red is crimson They shall be like wool 
Come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, where He will teach us His ways. If we'll just meet with Him there. Oh, come now. Let us walk on together. Come now, says the Lord. Come now. Let us walk on together. can wash away my sin nothing but the blood of Jesus and what can make me whole again nothing but the blood of Jesus oh precious is the
That's so true. That's so true. There's nothing. There's nothing like the blood of Jesus. And my single friends, you know, the road is hard. And some of you may be in a hard season, but the answer truly is Jesus. You know, it's a it's a cliche. But Jesus, he is the answer. He knows your life. He knows you're getting up. He knows you're lying down. He knows what's in your mind and your heart right now. For some of you, that's good news. For some of you, that's not so good news. <laughs> I know for me, that's bad news several times a day. <laughs> but yet there's this God that he invites us to come. That is God's essential nature, is to invite us into himself. You single parents, you really need Jesus. Because <laughs> being a single parent is hard. I had a single dad and his little girl that lived with me for several years. And, man, we went through, they went through the, the kid trade-off throughout the week. Okay, you got it. Oh, oh great, you dropped the ball. Oh, great, I'll pick it up. Thanks for helping. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Really hard. Really hard. You want to go through those types of challenges hand in hand with the one who made you, with the one who loves you. Because you weren't made to go through it on your own. All of us were made to depend and to to live in, in intimate relationship with our Creator. And so I just want to encourage you, you know, come here. Get involved. Pastor Clayton, you know, he loves Jesus. He wants to partner with you. There are people at this church, and there's many, many opportunities. I know this is a big old place, but you know it comes down to person to person if you let it. Find some people to walk through the seasons with you that will encourage you. That don't just keep you accountable, but that, that, that walk with you. Learn what God has to say about life in His Word. Spend some time in quiet with Him. I just never make time for quiet, it seems. But He speaks in a still, small voice. And I want to hear that voice more often. I want to hear it better in the second half of my life. You know, life is not over for you. If you, you may have disappointments, you may have hurts, but you know, there's a great future. It's found in Jesus. And there's nothing more powerful than the blood of Jesus to cleanse our sins. The power of God to help us get up and to walk through the seasons hand in hand with our Lord. I just encourage you, my brothers and sisters, that that journey, that's the best one to take. Let's sing this together. In my life, Lord, be glorified, be glorified in my life. Lord, be glorified today. If that's the prayer of your heart, why don't you just close your eyes and sing that to the Lord tonight. Come on, sing to Him. In my life, Lord, be glorified, oh, be glorified in my life, Lord, be glorified.
in your presence now and say thank you that the blood of Jesus really does cleanse us from all sins that you accept us where we are mistakes and all even when we've made bad ideas and bad choices come to fruition in our lives Lord you're, you're there ready every time inviting us and tonight you just invite us to say come come to me and so Lord we come and Lord, I, I pray for those who really are in the midst of deep struggle in their life here tonight, Lord. I pray especially for them that you would just bless them. Give them courage. Give them strength for their journey. Let them see that there is hope in you. That you never leave them. You never forsake them, even if it feels that way. Pour out your spirit upon them tonight, Lord. Refresh their souls, refresh their hearts. Amen. Well, I want to thank you for uh, for letting me come and, and be a part. This is just uh, this is beautiful for me. I live in, in Redondo Beach, so anytime I don't have to get on a plane and. Uh, can come and do something local and then have this much fun and uh, this much connection with people. Uh, this is a good, good day. <laughs> so I want to thank you. Thank the tech guys and everything for just making this a, a piece of cake for me here. And um, I'll, I'll be hanging around a little bit, bit afterwards if any of you uh, want to talk since I don't have to go jump to an airport or something. Uh, i got nothing but time. So if any of you just want to say howdy or ask some questions or uh, throw things at me or whatever you feel like, I'm here for you because I care. And so... Uh, Anyway, so I'm going to finish with uh, with one more thing. Pastor Clayton, do we have any special announcements we need to make before I do my last thing here? All right, here we go. All right. And you I, got, you've got the Orange County thing going. I mean, look at this guy's feet, man. Yeah. You, know, you like that? We, yeah. uh, we wear reefs and... Some of you, you saw my, my tape table back there. I'll do just a quick little uh, mini infomercial here for you just so you kind of know what's back there. I've got three different DVDs and four different CDs that all have music and comedy, the kinds of things I've done here tonight. Uh, and so all, like my, my first one uh, called Paul Rich Throwing Stone, just kind of a ripoff of the Rolling Stone magazine cover uh, because I can, so I did. Um, uh, then my next one, uh, The History of God and Man, the entire spiritual history of the universe on one CD. You buy that one, you go straight to heaven. So that's pretty good value there for 15 bucks. Um, uh, then my next one uh, that I've got here uh, is, is called uh, Paul Aldrich Mock and Roll. And I did a few things for Mock and Roll tonight. Uh, I Can't Get No Liposuction. That's on there. Uh, Stairway to 7-Eleven. Didn't get to that one tonight. That's there. Um, uh, the Denomination Blues, songs like that are on there. And then my newest one called, uh, called Paul Aldrich, A Middle Aging Man. And, uh, and uh, Super Lotto, Desperado, things like that are on there. So there's music and comedy and all these. CDs are 15. You get all four for 40. That's the, the big whoop-de-doo deal. And then uh, I've got three different DVDs. My first one, uh, Humor Me. My next one, uh, Paul Aldrich, Together Again. Uh, you may have heard I broke up. Yeah, this is kind of my reunion tour here. And, uh, and then my newest one uh, called Bananas. How many of you have seen the, the hit? cable television show bananas how many of us have seen that okay two of you great thanks um 
It's shown exclusively on the Al Jazeera network. Do you get that here in Orange County? Uh, it's very big in the Bay Area. Anyway, um, uh, so a lot of what I did, a lot of, all of the things on Mock and Roll are on here. Uh, the Dyslexic Love Song, which is on here, uh, it's cool because you can play it forwards or backwards. So that's a, that's a good deal. So uh, anyway, music and comedy and all those. Uh, the DVDs are 20, or you get all three for 40. That's the big deal. Or if you want the complete collection, the Paul Aldrich box set without a box, you get four CDs and three DVDs for 70 bucks. So, you, so that's, that's the deal there. So if you want that stuff, uh, these are great. And just as far as bringing friends over, if you have people you work with, family members that, that maybe wouldn't come to church, but you, know, you, you could just laugh together, those things are great tools for that. And then a, real quick, I got this one uh, T-shirt. My buddy, my buddy Mike designed this shirt. I thought this was pretty cool. God rules. Duh. (laughs) Now, do not buy this shirt if you don't want to talk to people. Because they will see you coming or going, and they will start talking to you. All right? So if you're an introvert, don't buy this shirt. But if you like to start conversations, this will get it going. Trust me, this is the icebreaker that, uh, of all time. And uh, so, and we've got the shirts going small through double X. And I always get this question, yes, yes, blondes can wear this. Either way. Either way. Either way. Relax, relax. They don't even know we're talking about them. It's okay. Don't worry about that. <laughs> no, I'm going to move on. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, so I'm going to finish with this last thing. I've got... Uh, uh, I've got several versions of this thing I'm going to finish with on my various uh, CDs and, and, and DVDs. And, uh, I'll, I'll, so I'll finish with this because I got my start originally uh, leading songs at camp. If you've ever been to church camp, you know you sing the strangest songs, the strangest, weirdest songs known to man at church camp. I mean, as a little kid, I'd go to church camp and we'd sing songs like, you know, Michael rode the boat ashore for no apparent reason. Then I, st- I started leading songs at camp. I'd be up in the mountains with trees all around me, trees, trees, everywhere trees, and then singing songs like, It only takes a spark to get a fire going. <laughs> yeah, let's encourage the camp pyromaniacs. That's a smart move. Uh, and, of course, you can't leave you know, camp without singing at least a thousand times without stopping. Kumbaya, my lord. What's that mean? Nobody really knows. Um, but I got thinking, what if other singers like me had gotten their start leading songs at camp? Maybe our camp songs would have sounded something like this. Kumbaya, start me singing. Kumbaya, never stop. Kumbaya, never stop. Kumbaya, kum kumbaya, Mrs. Robinson. Kumbaya is a place for those who pray. Kumbaya. And I got a kumbaya, baby. Don't you know that I'm kumbaya? A little bit of kumbaya in my life. A little bit of kumbaya makes it right. A little bit of I want to kumbaya. I want to kumbaya. Yeah. 
just can't wait to sing Kumbaya again. I love to join hands round the fire with my friends. I can't wait to sing Kumbaya again. Take me down to Kumbaya City where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. Won't you please Kumbaya? I sing Kumbaya, man. I sing Kumbaya. From here to Wichita, man, I sing Kumbaya. From Helena to Tulsa, Nashville to Sioux Falls, Utica to Utah, Iowa to Saginaw, from Arkansas to Panama to Omaha to Yakima, I sing Kumbaya. Hey! Thanks a lot. I'll beat the back table, talk to some people about getting in a small group. Thank you so much. I'll meet you back there. Enjoy.